Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Tell us, you 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 had a name for me just a minute ago. Uh, you know, some it's a pretty big big uh, moment um, yeah. since we last spoke. Yeah. So uh, I just thought it would be good if we talked about Darnella Frazier, right? Who saw something wrong, you know, uh, and took a video. And uh, it's impressive to see 17 years old, right? 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And I I get that, you know, young, younger people than you and me reach for their phones and start taking videos, you know, (laughs) like that, 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 that instinct is, is a little bit closer to them, but it's also impressive that somebody uh, would be willing to take that, that video and put themselves at risk and put themselves out there. Right. Like that's, uh, that's going to change the course of her whole life that she took that video. And probably she didn't think all that through at the time. I know when I make fast decisions, I don't think every little part through. Right. But, uh, she, you know, she did the right thing by taking this video. And as a result, you know, we got nationally, uh, the right result. Um, which is, you know, sat- it, it, it's, I don't know if it's satisfying cause it's still a, just a tragedy, right? <laughs> but it's it's definitely nice to see uh, some accountability, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, I think like she should be definitely celebrated um, for what she what she did. And I know, like you said, a lot of people are probably like, "Oh, she just made took a video," but no, nah, man, that video easily the difference between having the right verdict you know versus having this thing be another situation where it gets swept under the rug you know this whole this this whole case and since the moment i saw the video um and i'm so glad that the right result came out but at the end of the day like there's no way there's no there's no, like that video if that video wasn't didn't surface if that video wasn't a thing those nine minutes that were spent on the, with with his knee on the neck of George Floyd, those nine minutes would have never been felt the way that they were felt when it was time to make a decision and give a verdict. You know what I mean? Like that, like having all nine of those minutes on video footage was by far the difference. And uh, I'm just glad that she had to wear her thaw at that moment and the courage to get that footage because it, it was the difference. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. And, and, you know, it was, uh, it was a brave thing for that human to do because, you know, it's, if you've ever tried to take your camera out and take footage of the police, like that, oh, yeah. it is, it is not a comfortable moment. No, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like anytime um, you see people try to take video of the police, it's not a comfortable moment. Yeah, you put know? your phone um, away. There's, I've seen it phone snatched out of people's hands. I've seen, yeah, like, yeah. The, there's a there's a there's a pressure that is not so you know that was that was a 17 year old kid man standing up to the to the power of the of the government you know and that's uh you know governments governments can be terrifying things you know they're we we give them tremendous power you know and uh and so if 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 uh if you don't stand up to them you know you can end up in a situation that's not great and uh profound to see what she did yeah. You know, you know, you know, not to get long on this topic, but, you know, it's so funny when you just said that government is tremendous power. Right. Is that the only place 
where you you know you know in a in a workplace the person with the power is generally when a mistake is made that person gets held to the higher standard right like in you at work if your you know assistant makes uh i'm making you sound like you know you're running like you know some big corporation sure. uh so but <laughs> if your assistant makes a mistake like your you know your superior is going to come down on you right like government i mean in government and especially like law enforcement like it's not the same it, it's very interesting that like that's the one area where like you know this the person in control is not held to a higher standard than the person that's not but you know it's just it's just interesting yeah i mean uh, you know it's something that uh it's something that we don't want that we've sort of created mm-hmm. you know um yeah you know, it's funny, like if you stopped and you would have like a rational conversation with anybody, right? Just like just a random conversation. You'd be like, so how should you handle traffic enforcement? And we'd be like, I don't know, probably the same way we handle parking enforcement. Like people would go around in their little cars and if somebody did something wrong, they would write them a ticket and send them on their way. Like, yeah. And those people would make, you know, a fine amount of money. Like, you know, it's a it's a good living to be a ticket officer. Like it's a, that's a good job in, in Philadelphia or you know, Denver and cities like that's a, that's a good job, but it's a job. It's just a job. And you know, nobody's putting flags out with special colors for, for these people. They're just tart. They're just doing tickets, but somehow we let, you know, armed agents of the government yeah, <laughs> pull, us, pull, us, pull us over and do a traffic stop. Like hmm. it's hard. It's, it's terrifying. Like I'm a, a 40, whatever my 42 year old white guy and traffic stops are terrifying for me. Because I know that if I do something by accident, I put that guy into a feeling where he feels unsafe and he has a weapon. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to be in that situation ever. So, I don't know. It's not a system we would have built intentionally, you know. Um, True. We True. just ended up in it and it's going to be hard to change. But, you know, thank goodness that that young lady did what she could to change it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Shane. Shame, 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 right? So shame, man. Uh, chapter two of our book, The Power of Vulnerability. And chapter two was about basically, I believe the exact title was, you know, how to handle shame. Um, you know, and um, first off, the chapter I thought was, oh, it was, it was, it was, it was good, man. I, you know, I, I could think of a, I can think of a recent moment where I've had that feeling. And uh, the good thing about me is I'm I'm not an immediate reactor. Um, you know, I don't also leave the situation in terms of like shut down, you know, and, and just get quiet. But I, I'm, I'm a processor, you know, right? We, we, we're both processors, right? I'm a processor. So, you know, I, I like to get enough information, get enough time to let things sink in before I, uh, you know, before I react to anything, period. Um, and uh, so to hear her talk about shame and, and, and recognizing that feeling, it actually brought me back to a not too long ago experience where I was like, oh, wow, so that's what that is. That That's that, you know what I mean? And, and how I handled it was, you know, um, I'm always trying to understand a person's point of view, you know, even when I, you know, I think I know what I heard, and I know how it was meant. 
I'm still that guy that's like, you know, come again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, let me hear that one more time. And, sure. um, and, and, you know, I'm able to kind of get over it by getting more information from the person who's asking the question. But, you know, I, I thought shame, it was, it was a great topic, man. What, what did you take from the book? Uh, I think the biggest thing that I took is that I, I was startled. Startled is the right word, maybe? I was surprised. I, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what the right word is, but I was taken aback. That's what I'm going to go with. There you go. Th- that, um, that uh, like, you know, I, I'm always thinking about when we're reading these books, I'm kind of always thinking about like, what does this have to do with, with, you know, the show and the process and, and us trying to develop uh, businesses or be creative or push, push what it is that we're the, the goal of the show, which is kind of to put ourselves out there and put, put our thing out into the world. And it was interesting to go through this episode or this, this chapter rather, and be like the thing that holds a ton of people back is shame, right? Like it just, it holds people back from being innovative and being creative and putting their thing out into the world, right? Like how many people have you talked to while you're, you know, just working and you're, you know, you're making your, your buck for that day. And it's just casual conversation. And they're like, yeah, man, I, you know, I, I really want to paint or I really want to start a bakery or I really want to do this. And being able to push that sort of shame aside and realize that's a silly, that's a silly emotion uh, really lets you kind of push forward and flourish and start, you know, being, uh, you know, be, being more creative and putting your thing out into the world and taking that step, which eventually maybe turns into 2400, the movement or the process is black and white, the podcast or, or whatever you have, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I totally agree. And now that you say it, it's like, I think back, and I, me and my wife talk about this often, because my wife's the type that um, when she has an idea or, like, there's a goal of hers, she's the type, like, we don't say anything until the goal actually comes true. Like, I don't I don't want to say anything. Let's just, let's just do it first, and then we can tell, then we can say something about it, then we can actually talk about it. And I always tell her, like, Nah, you're hiding. Like you're hiding. Like you're you're hiding behind the fear that you're not going to do it. I was like, you can tell people what you're. You can say to the world what you're trying to do. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen. You know, so there shouldn't be this this shame or this feeling of failure if it doesn't happen. You know, you can be honest with the world on your stages of like what it is that you're trying to do. What are your goals? What are you working towards? You can do that. And uh, and I'm I encourage her to she, you know, it's like, well, I, I don't know if I'm you know, I don't want to tell too many people about like my idea. If I'm doing a bakery or if I'm trying to buy a location, like the hell with that. You know, it's not about telling them. It's about making sure you believe it. And if you can't start talking about it. And if you can't start, you know, sharing to the world, saying, hey, I'm here. This is what I'm on. This is my mission. These are my goals. Then you're never going to get to them because they're going to continue to be hiding. So, you know, uh, hearing that book and talking about, you know, listening to shame and how it relates. uh, Absolutely. People feel shame. So they try to do things under the radar. The problem with doing things under the radar is the majority of the time they do what? They stay under the radar. You right. know what I mean? Like, they stay there. If you're building it under the radar, a lot of times it's going to live under the radar. You don't have to tell everybody your plan step by step. 
but you can walk in confidence and say, hey, I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. I probably only have about 22 people who, you know, have listened to an episode. Sure. But that's not what makes me a podcaster. Not how many people listen to the episode. What makes me a podcaster is that we get up every week and we do a show no matter what. No matter what the obstacles are in the week for us, we get up and we do a show. Sometimes we redo them. You know what I mean? But that <laughs> that's what makes me a podcaster. I, I own a business. You know, I, I, I'm a general manager for a, a really successful company that I love working for. Um, but, you know, when I have conversations with people, I'm that and I'm also a business owner. You know what right. I mean? I haven't made any money, you know, technically as a business owner. There's money sure. that the company's made, um, you know, not a ton, but we've made some. Uh, sure. But that does not define whether you're a business owner or not. Do you own a business? Period. Do you have LLC? Do you have paperwork? Do you own a business? Are you a sole proprietor? You know, are you investing in a business? Like that's what makes you a business owner. Yeah, now, I mean, your wife's your wife's a business owner. She's a business owner, exactly. Now that she a rich, she, you know, everyone thinks a business owner like you're, you're you're like wildly successful. You got all this money. Like, first of all, that's not even true for business owners. That's actually making revenue. You know what sure. I mean? And have buildings. And sure, mo most and are most are just painting a house for the day and and getting enough money to pay their their mortgage that month. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that that's what I took away from from uh, from that as well. Yeah, I mean it's a you know it's it's funny like a, you know I, I obviously don't relate a lot to to most of the stuff going on in the book. She's talking a lot about you know being a parent and and thinking about how to raise other people. But you know I am like a friend and a coworker, and so putting trying to trying to understand how to orient myself with other people so that you know, when something does come up where you see somebody kind of have that reaction. Cause you definitely have seen people be mm -hmm. like, you definitely see that. Like all of a sudden somebody got hit in the gut, you know, like reaction to some topic or something where all of a sudden they shut down. Like that kind of thing comes up and it's important to, uh, to sort of think about how you can react. And it's, it's interesting from like a philosophical level like this here, like, okay, this is how people are thinking about this in the terms of parenting. And, you know, from a business perspective, it's interesting to like, oh, okay, well, you know, how, how could screwing up a conversation, you know, uh, lead to a, a failed business deal or an opportunity where you could have learned from somebody that now you mm -hmm. can't, that kind of thing, you know, you could have learned a thing, but then you said something stupid and rather yeah. than just own up to it and apologize, you know me and I say stupid stuff all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but, but you know what though, something you said and I, and I think you're, you're right. Like the, the actual context, uh, you know, in terms of like the scenarios that she she's painting, the pictures she's painting, she's painting all of it from her window seat, you know, so her life, what are the experiences she's going through? But when when you take the 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 lesson out of it, it can be implied. It could be applied anywhere. You know what I mean? She talks about how, you know, don't be judgmental like and there's many a ways to do different things. Don't be judgmental. Like she put it in a tech in the form of like motherhood. And there's some mothers who want to breastfeed their children for till they're six years old, seven years old. There's some mothers who want to bottle feed their kids right when they turned one. And 
the worst thing to do is to be the mother that bottle feeds their kids at one call the six year the lady who's breastfeeding until she's six a hippie and a weirdo and then there's another thing to say you know that that lady who's breastfeeding until she's six to tell the mom who's bottle feeding that oh she doesn't care about her kids she doesn't want her kids to have this the new the best nutrients you know what i mean then it's just like no like like why do we go against each other all the time like it's all right there's so many ways to do it and there, and 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 each way is okay you know like do things your way but while you do things your way don't go shaming others that don't do it like you and yeah. that, and that's that's key man it really is and i think it's also interesting because it's like what we've found i think part of what we found during doing this show and sort of moving forward uh through our like process is that there's so much uncertainty, right? Like mm-hmm. when we started this show, you certainly weren't thinking you were about to get promoted. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. were like, okay, well, I guess that, you know, I, I'm at the level that I'm at. It's a good level. I really like my job. I love the company I work for. Like I'll just continue to kill it at this level and that'll be the goal. Yeah. And if it happens, you know? it happens. Yeah. That, and if it doesn't happening. like, that's okay too. Like yeah. you had sort of switched modes and that's a great sp- space to be. And you were like, fine. And then, you know, Sarah wasn't deciding to just learn to be a software developer. So I was like, I'm just going to invest in this. And I like had a very specific plan and all those things change. And if you look at that through like a lens of shame, you're not going to see these opportunities. So like one of the sort of like ideas that I had around there is I was reading a bunch of podcasting stuff for the show. And uh, one of the people was talking about like how they gather metrics for uh, advertisers, right? Now we don't do advertising on our show. I don't think anybody would pay us anyway. But, <laughs> but you know, they were like, you know, we, you know, I do all this process to to gather up these metrics and send the person the, the metrics. And I was like, why isn't that this like part of the website where you can like send somebody a code and they can go to a specific web page that shows the the metrics by like the the age groups that the people are interested in or whatever. And I said so, like. All of a sudden, I'm like thinking of a business idea around a podcasting website. I don't know if it's a good one. I don't know if I'm interested in pursuing it or not or whatever. It's at least technically interesting to me. But the point is, is that because I'm not like, because we didn't quit the show because all of a sudden our f- goals and focus changed, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're still able to kind of see what the next thing is and who knows what direction we'll go with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, that, you know, that that should be everyone should be open, you know, open to life, honestly, because that's what it is. You should be open to life because at the end of the day, life does life is guaranteed to do what change. Mm-hmm. There's not there, there's no way to stop that. That minute is that that minute is going to turn to two. No matter what you do, there's no way to stop that. Life has changed. And if you're open to life. And you allow yourself to be open to change and be willing to adapt. You know, yo, you like success is around the corner. There's no stopping it. You know, yeah. like, there's no stopping it. And and uh, you know, for me, and that's something as running a business with partners, I I'm always like, let's go, whatever it is, let's go. That's how we ended up selling a hundred dinners that we couldn't really fulfill <laughs> two weeks ago because, <laughs> you know, that's that's my that is my default personality because one of my triggers when it comes here is back to the book with shame 
one of the things that makes make me feel the most shame is when anyone tells me this that it's something I can't do. Like that that triggers all of my emotions. You know, shame, uh, uh, anger. You know what I mean? Like a, a a lot of stuff gets triggered when when someone tells me I can't do. So I have a default personality of let's do it. Let's go. Let's make it. Let's try push, it. Push back the other direction. I push back way the other direction to the tune of 112 quarters. Uh-huh. Of, <laughs> right. When well, you should have just been dinner. like, no, nah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. good at 25. <laughs> exactly. 25 is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there, 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 there's a flaw in everything. But, uh, yes, I push the other way. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, man. Yeah, I've actually heard you say that, too, now that I think of it. Um, and it comes out good, right? Because part of it was like me, I, I, I like an idea, but I don't necessarily have that follow through on stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I think is probably why the show turned into something because I was like, yeah, we could have a podcast. Cause I, I'll, I'll say there's never a barrier to anything, but yeah. then I won't actually do it. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, we can do a podcast. All we would need to do is start a podcast and make a website. And I'd be like, there it is. I know how to do those things. And I vaguely did. But then you were like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Here we are 43 yeah. episodes later. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that is, that's the exact story. And I, then I think I reached out again. It was like, yeah, so when we doing it? You're like, and I think, I don't know if you were shocked and you were just like, oh he, yeah, he's doing it. Like, and you were like, oh, all right, cool. Let's do it. Uh, and then you, and then you came back and was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to send you the link and you just need a mic and a headphones. And I was like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, and that's, that's me, man. Just let's go. Let's do it. Whatever it is. I don't care. Let's go. You and it know worked what I mean? out, you know, it, yeah. it, it worked out. And I think that like, that's the, uh, I guess the part of the thing that she was talking about, I guess was family. And, and, you know, if you put it in the business context, it would be coworkers and the culture that you create and that you, that you, uh, build as a, as a business. But, you want to have the people around you and the family around you or the culture at your, at your work that builds up that let's go, we're in it together, commit mm-hmm. to each other mentality, you know? For so. sure. Hey, I, I have a, uh, real quick, we'll do a nice little uh, merge to a, a challenge that I have for you. So I want to discuss something next week on next week's episode. And I have just started listening to this I guess, I guess it's kind of like a podcast series, um, and it's called uh, We've Got Answers. Uh, it's a podcast series from, uh, for those people who know, Charlemagne the God, uh, radio guy who's who's someone that uh, uh, I admire what he does, and um, you know he he's purposeful with with just about everything that I've ever seen him, um, you know, connected with. There's purpose behind it. There's mission behind it. And, uh, you know, this new project that he's worked on is We've Got Answered and Answers is the name of it. And it's basically um, pretty much the process is black and white. They've stole our idea, Devin. They've literally ripped it from right, right from the headlines. I'm going to send him a text. Yeah. (laughs) So his his premise is there's a a guy who's I think he's a comedian. I got to do more research on him. But his name's like uh, his name's James. A tusher. Uh I might eject that all up, but his first name's James, and he's um, 
he's a podcaster, a comedian, uh, and he also, I believe, is in with like stocks and like some, you know, like an investor, some in some level. So he's like some like a financial investor, I think it is. Um, but he basically uh, last year when Biden was running, Biden went on Charlemagne's show, The Breakfast Club, um, and he made a statement that. Uh, Biden really made a real false move, false step here where he decided to say on that station that if you aren't voting for him, then you're not black was the statement that he made. And off of that statement, the guy reached out to Charlemagne and just said, um, I have some questions. (laughs) Can you answer them? Can you answer them? And that was it. And, and, you know, so the idea is that Charlemagne also said that during that time he was in um, a um, conference call and on the line were some pretty, you know, knowledgeable black activists and, you know, some strong minds there. And also there was a, 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 a white gentleman who was also on the show and, it, and uh, he asked Charlemagne, like, what can I do to help, to help? And Charlemagne was like, you basically like, you know what? nothing it, like i mean it, it isn't my problem like why are you asking me it's your problem you guys are pretty much you guys are the racist you the one who you know put us in this situation. it's your problem and then uh dr derek i uh eric uh dyson which is another guy yeah, that's awesome he says to charlemagne like whoa whoa brother um you know it is our our job to teach that's our job. That's our human responsibility It's to teach others. That is a part of humanity. So if someone wants to know how can they make it better, yes, it's our job to tell them how to make it better, why it makes me feel this way. And so Charlemagne said after being checked, rightfully so, by Eric Dyson, he decided to get some answers for his friend who texted him. I mean, you know, who sent them the email and okay. he decided to put together 12 of his, you know, what he calls um black experts, black spurts, I believe he calls them. <laughs> and uh this guy, this gentleman has the 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 fortune and the, you know, just like the is lucky to be able to sit in in down for an hour or more with each one of these people and ask them any question nothing's off topic just about black culture and he wants to understand black people better and he gets to ask any question he wants and it is awesome it leads to i've listened to the first chapter and it's it leads to just unbelievable content conversation and i want to i want to say that uh if you would mind listening to that first chapter as well and let's discuss next week. Let, let's, oh, we yeah. should make sure the audience. I'll put. I'll add it to the show notes. And yeah, the audience we got to check it out too. Yeah, uh, everyone listen. And then, uh, all right. Well, so then I'm going to follow up next week. I'm going to give you a podcast episode to listen to. Let's do it. So let's we're do it. we're going to add some more content that we have to reflect about. Um, so totally this agree. week we'll do. I'm sorry. What was the name of it again? We we've got answers. So this week by, we're going to do by Charlemagne the God. Episode one, along with we're going to keep doing the book and the book reflection. And then next week, I'll give you a podcast episode to listen to. Um, it's heavy. It's good. Uh, and sweet, we'll go from there. You got anything else for this week? 
Nah, you know what? Um, we had a great we we had a ball, man. We we did a cleanup back in our old neighborhood, um, on Twenty Fourth and Clearfield and in North Philadelphia. Back, you know, we did a cleanup. Family came back together, and the beauty is, is like my family's still down there. Um, I, all all of our families are still down there. Um, but we but we we had a ball, man. We went through. We did uh, all the trash, and we swept the whole um, block out and. It, it was it was just a beautiful moment. I had my kids there, and they got to see where I ran up and down the street at, where I went to, you know, elementary school at, where I played basketball, learned how to play basketball, you know. So they got to they got to see all of that. And my kids don't aren't down there as often as they used to be, sure. um, mainly because of the COVID, and you know, just you know, the neighborhoods changed a little bit, which you know hurts a little bit for me knowing that it has, because I don't I remember it as you know, the safest place for me through my childhood was that neighborhood. Sure. Um, through my entire childhood, my adolescence, uh, it was safer than, me safer than media for me because it was where all my family was. So I was always under this protective bubble. Um, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so we, we did that. And then this week, I got so much, so many orders to get packed up and uh, and, and get restocked on everything because we're running really low on, on our season. And, and then we're going to take a look at the website and start doing some refreshing for this next drop on uh, May 24th. Nice. All right. Yeah, on my side, man, I, I did get some stuff done for the website. You can't really tell, uh, but it's all back, back, back end stuff that I got dialed in and some like testing and stuff like that. So eventually the, I keep breaking the website because I don't, I didn't write like any tests for it. So it's just, just like, works and then i jump in and i like change a couple things and then i like look up and i'm like oh i broke the website yeah. so i'm actually starting to add some testing and like do it properly um as opposed to like just kind of like a quick side project which is sort of how i approached it when we started which i think was the right thing but now it's kind of grown into you know 40 plus episodes later and you start wanting to have it work all the time you know yeah yeah um, good. so yeah so starting to do a couple things like that and uh yeah i'm gonna keep keep that up and keep working with sarah this week and uh yeah, that'll be my that'll be my plan. Uh, talk to you next week. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Oh, where can people find us, Vernon? Ah, uh, go to the website at uh, theprocessisblackandwhite dot com. And uh, actually, you know what's crazy? We show up on Google now, so I guess that's that thing that we talked about a while back. Uh, SEO, right? SEO, Search engine man. optimization, right? You got it. Um, well, we we show up. The process is black and white. So just it, search for the thing. Yeah, yes. You can search for us. You can find us also on uh, Instagram and so every social media platform, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and we uh, we pop up on there as well. But, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. The process is black and white, folks. All right. Talk to you next week. Yes, indeed.